Welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, we're back and ready. It's Super Bowl week. We're in on a Tuesday. The Nate Brown Show, ready to go from our downtown studio on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. How are you? Hope you've had a great day. Thanks for checking in here. The Nate Brown Show live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us all the time, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Tuesday lineup looks great. We're going to check in with the Super Bowl champion, get his read on the big game. We'll go high school athletic director today over at Stevens, Nick Carr. Settled in as the new AD at Stevens, doing some good things. We'll talk to him. So a lot to get to. South Dakota Sports Talk Show back on Fox Sports Rapid City. And it's brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team when it comes to bone, joint, and muscle care, whether you're a weekend warrior or an elite athlete on the court right now. Black Hills Ortho is the team keeping you in the game. Don't let an injury slow you down. See the expert team. Better access, more options at Black Hills Ortho. Start online, bhosc.com. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you at bhosc.com. Tuesday edition of the show, ready to roll. Some questions of the day. Yes, questions of the day. Glad to have you on board. The Nate Brown Show getting you on. 720-1067 is our number. 720-1067, the studio line live and ready. Barron's Wilson text line up and ready. 720-1067, same story there. Text the show and we'll get you on. Uh, 720-1067. I just saw a question thrown into the text line. We'll We'll try and get to uh, all of these. Okay, Tuesday lineup. Let's go with Brandon Stokely tonight. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Brandon Stokely, great, great wide receiver back in the day. Colts, Broncos, Ravens. Stokely's in. His read on the game with the Chiefs and the Niners. Brandon Stokely live from DenverSports.com. Former Super Bowl champion, two times, 14-year NFL veteran. College basketball reporter and Big Ten studio analyst Mike DeCourcy on tonight. So we got Mike, some heavy hitters, uh, sporting news. College basketball analyst Mike DeCourcy on the way. We will go with Nick Karn. I just mentioned him. He's the new activities director at Rapid City Stevens. I like how he's doing some things, thinking fresh ideas, um, bringing some new energy to this. Nick Karn, the AD at Stevens. Some interesting games on the schedule already next year in basketball, something we've never seen. And he's going to put him on the schedule. We'll talk to him tonight. Nick Karn coming up over there at Stevens. John Bryce joins us live, college football national writer for footballscoop.com. Just wrote a big piece on Deion Sanders. Deion is now teaching a class at Colorado. He said, <laughs> here we go. He's teaching a class at Colorado. And what you may not know about what Dion is dealing with right now. John Bryce just had a story out today, footballscoop.com, and he's on the way. Okay, we're set and ready on a Tuesday. Okay, there's going to be plenty of time to talk Super Bowl, okay? We, we hit on it a lot last week. We're going to hit on it a lot this week. We're going to make our picks on Thursday. Okay, I'm going to have my picks on Thursday. Rob Kegron's going to be in here. He'll make his. So we'll, we'll break it all down and... We'll give you the score and the whole thing. So we don't, we don't have to hit Super Bowl every segment out, every show, okay? From Well, we'll get you good stuff. But I want to get to a story that um, is exactly what I thought may happen when smart kids get ahead of themselves 
and they start thinking, well, we're going to do this, and we don't really care what happens down the road, but we're going to do this, and I believe, I said smart kids, and they are, they think, we can do this. Why don't we have this right and that right? We should be able to step into this and, and the college can just make this work and we're going to be transformational with how we change college sports. And what I'm talking about, I'm start the show with it today, is this uh, ruling last night from the Labor Relations Board. Okay, Why are we getting into the Labor Relations Board and sports? Well, they ruled late yesterday that Dartmouth men's basketball players are employees of that university. So here we go, 26-page ruling. I I didn't read through uh, all 26 pages. But the gist of it is this. Dartmouth men's basketball players, they're in the Ivy League. They, you know, took this all the way to the top, National Labor Relations Board, and they said, you guys are employees of the university now, and what does that mean? They have uh, certain rights of employees, the right to, uh, you know, unionize is a big one, okay? How can we negotiate? What can we get out of this thing? And, And on down the road. And if you listen to how I start the show, I said smart kids are gonna take a step here, and I think they're gonna overstep. I don't think they're thinking about the big picture here I really contend that. I'm not the smartest guy here. I didn't go to Dartmouth, right? (laughs) These guys are smart. But I'm trying to get a picture of what they think is going to happen at Dartmouth. What what do they think is going to happen? What are they going to get paid to play basketball at Dartmouth? And then I said, do they think they're going to transform college athletics to where all universities now will pay their athletes as employees. I'm here to tell you, not all universities will do it. I mean, that's just plain and simple. They're, and you're going to say, well, they're thinking about this thing. Uh, the Charlie Baker, the NCAA president's already talked about paying athletes as maybe employees $30,000 a year. And you know who's going to be able to do that, right? A very small number of big-time programs. A very small number. So they're going to have a category. And when I say very small, that goes from 133 FBS football teams to, I don't know, can 40 of them do that? Cut that more more than in half? Can 40 of them pay their athletes as employees $30,000 a year? Probably. It's going to be the big boys, and then you're going to have this break-off. So the Dartmouth men's basketball players, they took this all the way to the top. The Labor Relations Board said Dartmouth has the right to control the work performed by the Dartmouth men's basketball team and the players perform that work in exchange for compensation. The players perform that work in exchange for compensation. I find that the petition for basketball players are employees under the National Labor Relations Act. We don't want to go too far above our heads here and get into the legalese. But they're saying the Dartmouth men's basketball players are performing work. They're getting compensated in a way. So they are employees. So I want to ask, will this be transformational for other universities and other student-athletes? 
I have to tell you, I think it might be transformational if I'm being honest with you. I think it might transform college athletes into you don't have any more teams to play on. If I'm the Dartmouth um, athletic director or whoever, or the president, I guess I'm saying, well, I guess we don't have to have basketball, do we? I mean, it's really not a priority. Hate to break it to you, Dartmouth men's basketball is uh, last in the Ivy League. Maybe they should fire the players then if they're... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are last in the Ivy League. You're fired. We're going to do something else. This is the uh, this is the truth when I say we're looking for more and more and more. What are the Dartmouth men's basketball players looking for? They get to go to Dartmouth, an unbelievable university, academic. Uh, they're going to graduate there and go on to great things. They get to play college basketball while they're there. It's a privilege, I believe, not a right. A privilege to play, not a right. Is that fair? Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. What do you say? Well, I, I, I guess I'm naive here, but aren't they already being compensated? What is a tuition, room, and board, <laughs> and, and fees? <laughs> what is that if it's not? See, they are say, they are saying that. Yes, see, we're being compensated, so we are employees. You're, you're not, um, but, but essentially, if we're, we're employees, we should be able to unionize and negotiate, I think, even more, is, is kind of what they're saying. But then, where does this, like you said, if it's a school without, you know, that's not a Nebraska or Ohio State or Alabama, um, where does the money come from? Does it come from... Does it come from the, the athletic budget? I, I, I don't know. If they don't have a budget, they, obviously these are questions. the school has to take its budget from, from the rest of the students and the other expenses that go associated with running a university have to, to go to pay the athletes. And then other students are going to be cheated out of some of their services to pay the athletes. So, so, so are they going to sue them? If you're the president of Dartmouth, would you continue having a basketball team? Well, I'd only continue having it, it, uh, sports that pay their own way. <laughs> and and, and according to this, and according to this, they're not. According to this, Dartmouth men's basketball is not making money. They're not even making money. So I assume probably the football program isn't either. <laughs> no, right, right. So, so this is yeah. what I mean. Is I, I don't, I don't know where this goes. I, I think you may end up having the big time programs pay their players. That's not going to be the Dartmouths and the Princetons of the world, I don't think. Well, well then you're going to have then you're going to have students or people representing students suing the university, saying, "Well, we don't need it. we don't need athletics, but we do need this academic program and this, you know, food service for the for the dorm. We do need these other things. So why why should those be cut?" In, in favor of paying for something that isn't really a necessity. I mean, athletics aren't a necessity, but other student programs are if you're going to run a university. So I wonder if I they're going to find that out, if athletics aren't a necessity at some of these schools. I mean, I would think people are smart enough to know that. The universities have already cut sports as it is, and now even oh, yeah, at small true. schools we're trying to get employee status. I, I don't see the end game. I don't see it. I mean, I went to an NAI school, uh, now it's uh, Division Two, but they cut out, uh, 10 years ago, baseball, they cut out um, 
track, cross-country golf, uh, and I think wrestling, I believe. But there's a lot of schools, even in Division One. Not a lot, but I would say a portion that aren't making money. Their athletic programs are losing yes, money. Yes, correct. So you're going to have you're going to have uh, like you said, universities dropping at least minor sports for sure. Um, and uh, I don't know even the major ones if you know any of these small other schools. So if this really not good, uh, yeah, if this really forms. I I think they're again. I think they're trying to do and it's like, hey, we need more rights or we need more compensation somehow. But I, I still believe playing college sports is a privilege, and you get a lot of great things with it, right? You get a lot of great things with it. And I, well, I the, other, the other issue is if you're if you're an employee and you get injured, then workman's comp comes in. Yeah. So, <laughs> Here so we the university's going to be assessed so much per employee for workman's comp, just like any other business. It's going to yeah. be uh, extensive red tape. I will say that. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate it. Um, no, I just wanted to point this out. Um, at the same time today, okay, let's go to Rick Patino. You guys know him in the college basketball world. Rick Patino, great coach. You can say what you want about uh, the off-the-court stuff, but Rick Patino's back in college basketball. He was at Iona, and then he got this job at St. John's. Okay? So he's looking at it and saying, we should have a salary cap in college basketball, major conferences. He, he said this today. He tweeted this out. For major conference uh, basketball, have the Power Five and the Big East get together and create a salary cap between one and a half and two million dollars. So, so he said, instead of like worrying about, okay, this player gets this, this player gets that, and it's all uneven across the board, across every school and every conference. He said, let's have the conferences drop the rules. The NCAA is just out of the picture. Get them out of the picture. He said that. We don't need it. Do a contract with the athletes, and you can have a salary cap. Here's how much you get to pay per team. And then you have to figure it out from there. So this is just all one on top of the It's just stacking on top of the other. Rick Pitino saying um, um, he didn't really comment on the employee status. He did joke and said, um, "I got to be careful having my players put up extra shots because that's a lot of extra work, quote unquote, a lot, a lot of extra work." He said, <laughs> "We got to be careful having to put up extra shots." Uh, so he joked about that, but he said, "Do away with the uh, um, NIL collectives. Just go through the schools, have the conferences develop a salary cap that they agree on. That's their rules." Salary cap for each basketball team is $2 million. Can't go over it. Some teams that can't quite even get there, it is what it is. But he said that's how we should go down the road. Okay? He's more talking about funding from the schools, not the collectives. And he's kind of mixing the employee status in there because he's saying, well, the kids there you know, have a contract. We want to give them a contract. I just, you got to be careful what you wish for here if you're the Dartmouth men's basketball players. They just announced they're going to start the Ivy League Players Association for basketball players across the Ivy League. The Ivy League Players Association. I'm just trying to see what else more they want. Thanks for calling your live, and you go ahead. 
Well, they should all get a Bentley. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I knew Are they would, paying I, taxes then? I, I don't know. I mean, heck. I've been wondering for a few years now if they get taxed on this. That's interesting. Yeah, do they pay taxes on their million-dollar NIL payment? Nobody at Dartmouth's Nate, getting that, but... You start a side business, and let's see if you don't pay your taxes. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, i got to pay those in April. It's ugly. Let me tell you. Well, you got that helicopter. You're all right. <laughs> I knew you would be uh, commenting on this. Um, you know, there's no... No. You get, a, you get your education, you get your room and board. Take away the student. I mean, you got Sanders kids. They're in Europe. I mean, school's in session. What are they doing, online? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Maybe, maybe. So I know you're I mean, old school. You say go to Dartmouth to play basketball, well, football. See, that's, that's the thing. You're going there to become, uh, I don't know, a, a CEO or a whatever. I mean, you're going there for academics, not sports, but you get to play sports, right? I would think that would be a privilege, but... You know, I mean, honestly, you put your Dartmouth or Montana State, who do you think they're going to take? They're going to take the Dartmouth kids. But that's for all schools. You know, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> all but right. you all wanted this. Oh, no, oh, not, they quite. Earned it. not quite. Not oh, quite. Oh, that's hard work. All right, really? buddy. Try being a soldier for 23 years and tell me about hard work. I'm with you. I'm with you. I appreciate you getting in, as yep, always. Have a great day. All right. Um, so so that's that's where we're at. Uh, listener text coming in here, um, 720-1067. If the Dartmouth men's basketball players are employees, listener text, Nate, I couldn't agree more. You're going to pay the players, and you're in last place. Maybe they should be fired and get some new players. A little joke. A little joke. I, yeah, it's a joke today. Uh, listener text, aren't scholarships the form of paying your student-athletes to go to school and assist with school costs? Are they going to pay them as employees on top of that, um, that's what it feels like here. Now, remember, at Dartmouth, they don't even give out athletic scholarships. But you guys understand, they control this aspect of they are here. You get this much, this much, this much for your academics. And, yes, you're a good basketball player, too. You guys understand that's how that works at the Ivy League. Okay. Princeton doesn't even give out athletic scholarships. Dartmouth, same story. But they give out big dollars in athletic financial, or I should say academic financial aid. And you just happen to be a, an athlete. You're a student athlete. We've gone from student athlete to now we want to be employees. And they don't say, my, my question is, what is the major goal? What is the major goal if I'm a Dartmouth basketball player? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. If I'm an employee, well, we're going to start this uh, Ivy League Players Association because we, we need more rights here in certain ways. I, I, I guess I'm not going to totally kill it and say that student-athletes shouldn't have rights. I, I get that. I'm trying to figure out what the, the paradigm shift here. I mean, it's just been a massive shift to... I get to go to Dartmouth. I got huge financial aid compensation for my great academics. I'm a good basketball player, so I'm going to play in the Ivy League. And now that's just not going to work. Now I got to be an employee, and I don't know if that's looking for more payment. Because if it is, that's my point today. 
if it's looking for more payments from the Dartmouths or from the University of Wyoming, okay, I'm, I'm talking athletic departments that aren't going to have a bunch of money left over, if you're looking for the payments as employees at those places, I don't think you have the sports you have currently. If they're going to run it like a business, you're an employee of my business. If I'm going to run a college athletic department like a business, where I have employees now and we got uh, expenses and the whole thing, I'm going to look at what makes me money and what doesn't make me money, and I'm going to axe almost all of the stuff that doesn't. I mean, isn't that kind of how that goes? Hey, if we can still be uh, solvent here and be in the black, um, I'm just going to axe this sport, that sport, this sport. Why do I have swimming? Why do I have cross country? Why do I have golf? Why do, okay. why, why do we have that? We're losing even more money on that. So I'm just going to go with kind of the major sports that I can hopefully have as my front porch of my university and not make too many people upset. And we'll just go from there because i got to pay employees now. You're going to see uh, sports, I believe, in the big picture if they, if they keep this trend going. Sports are going to get cut. The big dogs, 40 schools, are going to have enough money to pay players. And I don't know what happens to the Ivy League Players Association. I, I don't have any idea. What's the Ivy League Players Association going to have in it? There's going to be no players. Um, listener text, how's the old saying go? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the end goal. I think it's more compensation or as employees, there's there's a player's rights issue in there to unionize. But to unionize, you're looking to negotiate things. And usually it's dollars. Usually, right? Working conditions, dollars. Um, Dartmouth trying to take that step. They have. What does Mike DeCourcy think of this? He's been covering college sports for a long time. He's with the Sporting News and a Big Ten Network studio analyst. One of the best guests I could get today, Mike DeCourcy, live on the way. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Hurry into Menards and stack up great savings on fiberglass insulation from Kanawha. Did you know the attic is a home's number one source of heat loss? Adding fiberglass insulation to your attic is an effective way to prevent heat loss in your home. A properly insulated home can save you up to 15% on your utility bills, all while increasing your family's comfort. Insulate now and save big money at Menards. Save big money at Menards. If you want the peace of mind that your next pre-owned vehicle is the best it can be, you want Honda True. And you only find it at Danny Manholt Rushmore Honda. Our Honda certified pre-owned vehicles are thoroughly inspected and backed by 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, up to two complimentary oil changes, 24-7 roadside assistance, inspection report, and three-day exchange. You simply can't buy the wrong vehicle. Search our inventory at honda-true.com or see us at Denny Manholt Rushmore Honda. 
Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. On today's online-only auction, we are selling woodshop tools for the TC Custom Woodworking Shop in Blackhawk, South Dakota. Routers, planes, clamps, air compressor, work tables and benches. Here's an Akron Auto Edge bender. Cabinets, guns, approximately five rifles, two pistols. Here's a 2002 Ford E350 cargo box van with a Power Stroke diesel engine. Final auction preview, 3 to 5 this afternoon. The auction begins to close at 6 p.m. buying a home or real estate in the Black Hills? Maybe you want to upgrade to your forever home? I have been helping people in the Black Hills find the right home for nearly 20 years. When it comes to buying or selling, experience matters. Let me do the work and you can open the door to your new home. Say hello to a good buy with me, David Brenneman. To get started, just Google David Brenneman, Coldwell Banker. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows to about 34 with fog tonight under overcast skies southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour overcast again tomorrow chance for isolated showers highs around 45 cloudy skies tomorrow night isolated rain showers likely lows level off around 33 a dusting of snow thursday that's your forecast on the black hill sports station fox sports rapid city currently it's 48 degrees Everything for the great outdoors is at the Black Hill Sports Show and Outdoor Expo February 10th to 12th at the Monument in Rapid City. Over 100 dealers and vendors are taking over the Monument, plus many other fun activities like the Best Buck or Bull Contest, Kids Activities, and on Saturday night, we host the South Dakota Youth Hunting Adventures live and silent auctions, ATVs, boats, RVs, and all the hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear you need in one place. The fun awaits at the Black Hill Sports Show and Outdoor Expo February 10th to 12th. Visit bhsportshow.com for more information. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio. Sales, service, and recreation. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. South Dakota Sports Talk Show back live on Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hill Sports Station, 1067 FM, 1150 AM on the radio side. Remember, stream us anywhere on your phone, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Live stream is there. Welcome in on X, Twitter. We're up on X right now, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show and watch us live, at Nate Brown Show on X. Mike DeCourcy's on tonight. Great guy to have. Always love talking hoops with him. College basketball, sporting news, Big Ten studio analyst. He's on Twitter, X at TSN Mike. Mike, good to have you back on. How are you? I am well, Nate. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for your time. As always, I wanted to – you covered the game a long time, so I want your uh, read on this. The story that came out late yesterday about the Labor Relations Board – and Dartmouth men's basketball as employees. And so I'm, yeah. I'm looking big picture here. What, are, what is the Dartmouth men's basketball case trying to get to? Well, I think the idea is to make college athletics employees rather than students participating in an activity. And I think there's a, there, there is a logic to that. It, it may not be desire, as desirable well, it's, it's very desirable for the people trying to organize because they make money out of it. <laughs> but for the athletes, I don't know that it's – I think they're in their sweet spot. I really do. Uh, because at this point, 
they have a lot of leverage with the transfer portal the way it is and with, uh, with name, image, and likeness as it is. The athletes have a lot of leverage right now because you don't, I, I don't like my situation. I can book. I can get out of here and I can make maybe more money. Uh, that, it, it, once, they, once they get to employer, employee, uh, employers usually have the leverage in that situation. Empl- employees are not without leverage, but the employers, uh, they usually have control. And I, I think that the, that the athletes would lose some freedom and, and, and also would lose the, the, uh, the, not just the freedom to move, but the freedom to be not, a, not, a, not an employee. I mean, you're going to spend the next 40-some years of your life being an employee. And for most who are in college, that's not really, there's not a really a rush to get there. I mean, you want to get your four years and get out, but you want to enjoy those four years or five years while you're there. And I, I think that, I honestly believe that the athletes, if, they, if, if it continues to push in that direction, are not going to be as happy as they are right now. And I will say this, the, the, using Dartmouth as a test case is just preposterous. Um, there are high schools all across the country. I mean, probably thousands of them, but at very least hundreds of them that draw more for a basketball game or for a boys' basketball game than Dartmouth does. I'm gonna, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say there are thousands because Dartmouth, <laughs> on average, is less than 700 fans a game. Wow! Can you believe that? And they're and they're trying to save their pros, their employees. Really? I mean, and and let's not let's not go past the fact that they've won one Ivy League game. This season, so that not only are they, it's not really in logic in in logic employees, but if they are employees, they're not very good employees. What do you think uh, the president, let's say, of Dartmouth, will do? You know, let's say this goes, Ivy League Players Association develops, and you know, Dartmouth's having employees, basketball players, and, and athletes essentially. What's the president of Dartmouth? It, I just use them again because they're in here. What are they going to do? Um, it seems like an employer would say, well, if this doesn't make me money or that doesn't make me money, what's important to us in our mission here? And I wonder if sports are important to them. Well, I think you have to remember that, that although sports don't necessarily make money in and of themselves, there are a lot of colleges that are in the business of athletics, and not, not talking as much about Division One here, but... There are a lot of colleges in the business of athletics because it draws students to their schools. Yeah, uh, Robert Morris, uh, I, I know this because I remember when they did it. They started it when I still lived there in Pittsburgh. Robert Morris University is now in the uh, Horizon League. Um, they started football, and it was non-scholarship because they thought that they could draw young men to their campus to play football. Uh, and and, and, and they would, it wouldn't cost them anything in terms of of scholarships and such, and that they would be able to uh, diversify their campus even more in some cases, and also draw in a lot of relatively full tuition paying students. And that was that was something that they did probably 25, 30 years ago now. And there are lots of schools that are in the business business of athletics for that reason. Mike DeCorsi on Sporting News, college basketball analyst, Big Ten studio, uh, Big Ten network analyst as well here on the Nate Brown Show talking about this Dartmouth case. So I'm going to think about this, Mike. If if this employee status takes hold, let's say it takes hold because the NCAA president, Charlie Baker, has kind of talked you know, that way. Well, maybe there's a group of schools that can pay $30,000 for, for each student athlete. And so I look at it and I say, 
There's going to be a bunch of schools, though, I think, even though sports is my front porch of my university, I can get students to my school. I'm not going to keep swimming, cross-country, golf. Why would I? Well, again, for the reason I just described, that's why you have those sports. That's it. Um, because that, that's the, that, that becomes a, a very important reason why you have those sports. The issue becomes how do you... How do you divide who is and who is not an employee? Uh, and that, that's, what, that's the problem I've always had with the line, you know, drawing that line. Where, okay, uh, like if you're doing this, um, pretty clear that if you're going to side with the idea that uh, some student-athletes are employees, well, certainly Alabama falls on the, on the one side of that line. I mean, their, their program makes millions of dollars, okay? So that's not hard to decide. But is the Division Three athlete an employee? Uh, they aren't making a ton of money for their schools. Uh, is a high school athlete, as I just described, there are lots of high schools, I mean a lot, that sell thousands of tickets for home boys and, and, and girls basketball games. And, and Dartmouth's selling 680. So, like, where's the like, – and Dartmouth, it's not like Dartmouth and, and Ivy League regular season basketball is on TV. Uh, it's just not. I mean, you, look, when they get to the conference tournament, the 14 conference tournament, you can find that somewhere on ESPN, uh, one of the one of the ESPN family of networks. But that's about it. So there's not a ton of revenue coming in to Dartmouth athletics. I will tell you, I, I, I once went to a Dartmouth football game. My wife and I were made an anniversary trip to see the leaves and all that up in Vermont yeah. and New Hampshire and. And I, I wanted to go to a Dartmouth football game. So I go, and I tell you, it had fewer people there than any high school football game I've ever attended or covered. Any. And so where's all this money that supposedly is not being shared with the Dartmouth athlete? One more on a side note with this. Rick Patino, now at St. John's, uh, tweeted out, uh, we got to do something different. He said we should add the salary cap in put together the Big East Conference commissioner and, and Power Five commissioners and come up with a salary cap for big-time college basketball, up to maybe $2 million per team. He said, we need contracts. He's kind of trying to meld two things together, contracts, uh, salary cap. Does that work at all? Well, I mean, first of all, you have to have salaries before you can cap them. Uh, so, I mean, I think, it's a, I think it's, you're, you're, you're getting a little bit ahead of the skis there. Uh, they don't. They aren't employees yet, so you can't salary cap anything now. Uh, if you if you go toward uh, having a players' association and then a collective bargaining agreement, then that can be on the table. I don't know that that would be something that the players would be eager to embrace, especially given the disparity between uh, the as I mentioned Alabama say and UConn football. I mean, they're not the same. They're not competing for the same thing. So how do you have a salary cap there? I, I, I don't know that there's a logic to what he's saying. Uh, I, 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 I think, but I think before you get anywhere near a salary cap, you're first going to have to have salaries and have, an, have them be employees and have them uh, be a, a collectively bargained. And I don't know that – certainly yesterday's action brought it closer, but I don't know that it necessarily ended the argument because Northwestern – got a certification for their football team. Their, some of their football players got a certification for this. And one thing that ended up happening is the players voted against it. They didn't want to be employees. 
as I mentioned before, it's not, you know, it's it's great to be employed. Let me tell you, I, I, I love being employed. But when I was 20 or 19, I'm not sure that I was in that big a hurry because I knew I'd be spending most of the rest of my life employed. Mike DeCourcy on tonight, Big Ten Network studio analyst. Find him at sportingnews.com. He's on Twitter, X at TSN Mike. Um, one more on this. So you cover college hoops, and you do a great job of it. How do you think college basketball teams are impacted by this movement of there's going to be a new tier of college football teams? Because not every program that has a great football team has a great basketball school. Is there going to be a new tier of football and basketball if this ever comes? Well, I, I think that I think that depends on how it all works out. Look, football could easily separate if it wanted to from the NCAA uh, tomorrow, and it wouldn't impact necessarily basketball uh, or, or or soccer or lacrosse or any of the other sports. Uh, uh, volleyball, which has done so well, uh, women's volleyball, you know, down the street from you guys. Uh, in Nebraska, it's uh, it's it's phenomenal, yeah. um, and so I, if you had football separate, it wouldn't have an impact because they they don't really, other than a few procedural things, they're not really inside the NCAA now with football. Some rules, uh, some some procedural stuff, but the, the NCAA doesn't run their championship. It has nothing to do with the college football playoff. That's a totally independent entity. That is run. That is run by the member schools, so to speak. Uh, so it, it it wouldn't make that big an impact. It's the it's the other sports, the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments, uh, the wrestling championships, the College World Series for both men and women, the College Cup in soccer, the College Cups in soccer, I should say, and that volleyball tournament that's become so popular. Those are the things that the NCAA runs and. Taking that, you know, one of the things that Patino said was that we need to start over. And it's like, you know, if, you know, if they start over, that that Big East might not be part of the over. I mean, they they they, they might move along and just say, well, okay, just the football people will play from now on. So I don't think that I'd be in any hurry if I were a member of the Big East to say anything about starting over or forming a new organization or whatever. The NCAA does a lot of things really well. There are a few things they don't do really well. Uh, one of them is ten, tends to be enforcement. They're not great at it. Uh, and and if, if you wanted to try to figure out a way around that, uh, that's, that's one thing. But the other thing the NCAA does really well, Nate, and people like Rick, in this case, overlook this, is if you remove yourself from the NCAA, you know who gets sued in all these lawsuits we see keep popping up? Yeah. You, yep. you're getting sued now, and now you got to pay for it. Right now, the NCAA is this big shield for everybody, and everybody goes after them. And that's the thing that no one hardly acknowledges. I've been talking about it for a decade, that that's their most valuable, uh, even more so perhaps than the NCAA tournament, the liability shield that the NCAA provides is their most valuable position. One Big Ten basketball question, Mike. Nebraska, look at this men's program beating two number ones. Um, are they a tournament team? Oh, I think they should be absolutely. Uh, it's one of the things I was sitting uh, next to Coach Beeline uh, in on Big Ten basketball and beyond on Saturday night, and one of the things that he said was that, it, that the committee should be watching uh, that Illinois game and seeing 
how competitive on the road against an excellent Illinois team the Huskers were. And, I, and they are watching. There's somebody, one of the, I don't know who, but one of the members of the committee is assigned to watch as many Big Ten games as possible. Each committee member gets three leagues. Uh, it's usually a high major, mid major, low major type of mix. And so somebody out there has the Big Ten and is watching games like that. And certainly would have been watching that one because it was a solo game. There was almost nothing else on in terms of, of, of vast men's basketball. So uh, they watch those games and they see it. And then Nebraska just has to finish the job in terms of winning the right games, not losing too many games, mm. uh, getting those metrics up as high as you possibly can by when you get a chance to win big. Don't let that get away. Uh, I've seen that a lot lately. Teams that are up 20, they're not necessarily trying to get up 30, Nate, but they don't want to lose, they don't want to lose the 20. They want to stay in that range because it can make a big difference in your, in your Ken Palm and your net and all that kind of stuff. Husker basketball uh, revived a little bit right now. Team to watch, no doubt. Mike DeCourcy's on at Big Ten Network Studio Analyst. Find his work, sportingnews.com. Mike, great to have you. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate it. Mike DeCourcy in tonight, one of our favorites, college basketball writer, longtime sportingnews.com, Big Ten Network Studio Analyst. You see him there every week. Uh, tomorrow night he goes on Big Ten Network. TSN Mike on Twitter X. Great guest to navigate the college basketball Dartmouth college basketball employee story that came out last night. Well, I said, it's, um, you know, you're trying to negotiate things if you want to unionize and, and negotiate things. Listener text coming in saying, the big thing on this player negotiation, they want health insurance lifetime. They want lifetime health insurance. Yeah, that's, that's um, I've seen that in the mix. You know, all these things that you're trying to negotiate. I'm just telling you, as if if I'm running a college sports business, I think I can just eliminate some of these sports. Does Dartmouth survive without basketball or swimming or whatever? Do they survive in the Ivy League and moving forward? Hey, we're not going to have this sport, this sport, this sport. We just cut right through and... We pay the employees as, as best we can by the money that we make. Do they survive? I, Without having to keep a bunch of sports, I would think so. I would think so. I think the student-athletes that are going to get hurt by this are the student-athletes not in the major sports. That's football and basketball. Those, I think, are going to be fine because universities say these are, the, these are the breadwinners. These feed the bulldog. All these other ones, these Olympic sports that we have here in the department, yeah, we get students to come to our school, but if everybody starts playing that game, then there's not going to be as many options. All right. Uh, quick timeout, and it's Brandon Stokely, two-time Super Bowl champ. Let's get his take on the big game Chiefs 49ers. Stokely is live next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. 
The highly anticipated Box Elder Event Center is now open. The Box is the Midwest's newest and most innovative facility that makes any event a cut above the rest. Featuring native hardwood floors, digital scoreboards, color-changing lights, and an enormous space to host multiple games at once, the Box is the premier youth sports venue. Are you ready to take your sports event to the next level? It's time to play at the Box. To get your event started, visit thebox.live. Why spend a lot of time and money on food and drinks for the big game this year when First Gold Gaming Resort is hosting the ultimate get-together on February 11th? Grab your seat in the bar and enjoy $2 domestic beers and $3 well drinks. Plus, during the game, dig in to traditional hot wings for a buck apiece or boneless wings for only 50 cents. Plus, get in on the $2,000 slot tournament right there in the bar before the game begins. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Hi, I'm Bill at Wirefree USA. If you're looking for internet, TV, security systems, or cell booster systems, why would you look at a company that only gives you one choice for each of these systems? Wirefree USA offers it all. Viasat, Hughes, CenturyLink, Dish TV, DirecTV, Wilson Cell Booster Systems, Ring and Google Nest Security Systems, and now Elon Musk's Starlink. Starlink is the newest, the fastest, the strongest, no limit, that's right, no limit, and no contract satellite internet ever made available to all of us in the USA. 605-341-5361. Whatever your home or business needs are, call Wirefree USA for the products and the service. It's a no-brainer. Connect to the future with Wirefree USA at 605-341-5361, 680 North La Crosse Street, Rapid City. We are hometown, we are South Dakota, and we do appreciate your business. 605-341-5361. You may have heard us say when you're shopping online, check things out before checkout. One in four people who reported losing money to fraud since 2021 said it started on social media. If you follow your favorite businesses on social media to get updates about upcoming events and promotions, you're not the only one. Scammers are watching too, and they may hijack legit businesses, giveaways, and promotions to try to get your personal and financial information. Contact the South Dakota Attorney General's Office of Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate... Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Super Bowl week, and it is Brandon Stokely in tonight. Appreciate his time. Great receiver back in the day. 14 years. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Played for the Colts, Ravens, Broncos. He's on weekdays on denversports.com. Brandon Stokely on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Stokely, good to have you. How are you? Doing good, Nate. Doing good. Uh, it's actually 15 years. Whoa. But who's counting? Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got me. You got me. Uh, uh, I love it. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, every year is so hard, man. You can't short me one year. So <laughs> that, uh, that is right. Yeah, yeah, but doing good over here in Denver. Appreciate you, buddy. I love this. So, so you played in two Super Bowl. You, you won it. Um, couple of times, and yeah. I hear people talking in Vegas this week. Oh, players are in Vegas, and you know, distractions, and, and they got this, and they got that. 
are players really uh, worried about distractions leading up to the game? I guess maybe I'm old, so maybe I'm not 21, 22 anymore. Is that really a factor or not? Well, you know, it just kind of depends. Um, certainly on, on the type of team you have. I think, you know, you, you got to go into it with the right leadership and the right uh, voice about, hey, it's a business trip. And uh, usually what you do is the first couple of days you're down there, you can be relaxed and, you know, you want to hit the town a little bit and have a little fun. That's when you do it. But by, like, Wednesday, you know, you need to be buckled up and, and ready to go and start getting lasered in and focused in on, on, on what's going on because it is a Super Bowl. It's hard to get there. Uh, so, you know, that was kind of the messages that we had. You know, first couple nights you want to have some fun, um, you know, uh, you can do it. But then after that, it's just time to kind of lock in and get ready to go. Brandon Stokely on tonight, two-time Super Bowl champ. He's on denversports.com weekdays, and he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Let's talk um, Chiefs. You, we, you and I have talked about them a lot. We're Broncos guys. Chiefs are back there again. Are you surprised they made it? I will say I was because I watched that Broncos game when we beat them, and I've watched them play other games. I'm thinking Raiders beat them, Broncos beat them. I said hey, they just—I don't think they're gonna—they're gonna make it. Are you surprised they made the trip? Yeah, I definitely. I'm really surprised. Obviously, when you have Patrick Mahomes, you always have a chance. But you know, you look at who they beat. Miami was an outlier. Miami was so injured, they didn't have a chance. Uh, but you look at Buffalo, going on the road to Buffalo and Baltimore, I mean, that's two big-time wins there. And they did it pretty much the same way. Um, you know, obviously, the, they, they put the pressure on the opposing team. They, they, they didn't turn the football over much. They, they took care of things. Uh, they took advantage of opportunities, and so they kept the pressure on the opposing team, and you saw Buffalo. Hey, Buffalo had a chance to go win it. I thought they were going to win it right under two minutes to go. They couldn't score a touchdown. They had to settle for a field goal. We know they missed it. And Baltimore just couldn't do anything. It, it was like they just felt the pressure. They couldn't come from behind, couldn't play from behind, and Kansas City wasn't making any mistakes. And so, you know, when, when you when you do the little things, you can win a lot of football games in the NFL. And they took advantage of some mistakes from the other teams, and they made plays when, when the opportunities were there. And so sometimes that's the recipe. But also, you know, their defense has played really well, obviously, yeah. um, especially against Baltimore. So it's, um, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that they're there, but you look at the way they've gotten there, and it's, it's not a magical formula. You know, it's just by doing some of the little things the right way and, and keeping the pressure on the opposing teams. But to go do that on the road, go to Buffalo and Baltimore, that's very impressive. So Mahomes is in his fourth Super Bowl. He's won two. Is he up there with the great players? You played with Manning. Brady has seven. So, so I mean, I don't want to, like, put him there yet. But is he up there? People say, hey, he's there. I think so. Uh, what is it, five or six straight AFC uh, championship games? Uh, you're going to your fourth Super Bowl. Um, just remarkable run that they've been on. So I, I think you got to get him his due credit now. It's not just been, like, two or three, four years. He's been doing it now 
for a while and at such a high level. And he's done it with different guys, different ways. And you see it this year. I mean, they're a mess offensively with their skill position guys. Besides Travis Kelsey, I mean, name a receiver that's done anything. I mean, they got a nice rookie there, Rasheed Rice, that's uh, been a good player for him. But he's a rookie. So they haven't had a lot of production from the wide receiver room. Uh, but they found ways to get it done when it mattered the most in the playoffs. So you got to give them so much credit for how they've done it. And uh, I, I think you know, I think we're 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 probably in the majority there, where, where a lot of people didn't think they had a chance to make it back to the Super Bowl this year. Brandon Stokely in tonight, two-time Super Bowl champ, 15-year NFL wide receiver. His shows on weekdays, 104.3 The Fan. It's DenverSports.com. You can find him there. So a couple more. I'll let you run. I want your read on. The Chiefs being how big of villains in the NFL? Are they villains? <laughs> it's, uh, you know, my only villain in the NFL for me personally is the New England Patriots. I hate the Patriots. <laughs> I always will hate them. They cost me probably two or three Super Bowls. And so I can't stand the Patriots. Um, and the Chiefs came along, and they were like the uh, the little brother to the Patriots there towards the end. And they lost a couple times to them. Um, but but you, you, that was a team that I rooted for to knock off the Patriots. And you had Patrick Mahomes, and, you know, he's a very likable guy. Who doesn't like Andy Reid? You know, he just kind of waddles around out there, and he's got a frozen mustache, and you're just like, you're looking at him, and he's just like such a nice guy. Travis Kelsey's so funny. Uh, So, like, they have a fun team and a team that you can root for, unlike the Patriots. Um, So, I don't, you know, I, 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 what's that? Wow, I said you hate the Patriots more than the Chiefs. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I played for the Colts, yeah, and I feel yeah. like, you know, I feel like the Patriots cost me at least two Super Bowls. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, um, so I'll never get over that. Okay, uh, I'm with the, you the, on that. The, 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 the Chiefs haven't cost me anything. Broncos <laughs> have been awful here the last seven or eight years, you know, so it doesn't matter who they play. They can't even beat the Raiders. So the Chiefs are in another category. It's not like the, the Chiefs are knocking the Broncos out of the playoffs every year. Broncos got a lot of issues uh, that they need to overcome. Uh, don't worry about about the Chiefs. Uh, that, that's like far, <laughs> far away uh, right now. So I, I look at that, that team and I'm like, ah, they're a bunch of likable guys. Now look, I'm tired of them. I want them to lose. I'm okay. going for the 49ers. <laughs> I didn't want them to beat the Ravens. I didn't want them to beat the Bills. I didn't want them to beat the Dolphins. They're more likable, though, to me than the New England Patriots. You know, you had Bill Belichick. He just seemed like the grumpiest old man ever. <laughs> Tom Brady was weird and just like, what is going on over there in New England? I love it. Uh, the Chiefs are so. The Chiefs are just so different. Okay, I love that. Uh, bringing back some New England hate. I used to be there, and now I've shifted to uh, the Chiefs, but I don't have your history. Uh, okay, let me get your take on the game. 49ers, Chiefs. 49ers have been favored, and the number keeps coming down, coming down. Everyone's starting to say, you can't bet against Mahomes and the Chiefs. How do you see it playing out Sunday? Well, you know, the 49ers defense has got to step up. I mean, I've been they've been so bad. I mean, they, they, they've been so fortunate, but they've been bad, bad. If Detroit just kicks a field goal and goes up 17 points in the third quarter, that's a runaway. That's an easy layup victory. And they gave the Chiefs, they gave, excuse me, the, the 49ers the momentum back by going for it for some reason, which was one of the dumbest decisions ever. You could never tell me it wasn't. Um, and so... Uh, but the 49ers got to fix their defense. I don't know what happened to that defense. 
defense, but they don't look like they used to look. And so they're a complete mess over there. Um, and then they got to take care of the football. They got the, the 49ers, excuse me, they got to take care of the football, not the Chiefs, the 49ers defense. Uh, and offensively, um, you look at the, you look at the Chiefs offensively and they're just making a few plays every single game. You got to stop Kelsey if you're the 49ers defense. You got to, you got to figure out how to stop him. He seems to always make plays, especially in the big games. That's yeah. when he makes the biggest plays. So, uh, it should be a great game. I got the 49ers winning Whoa. a close one. Uh, oh. finally breaking through and winning a close one, and we can all smile, Nate. Okay, so I heard you leaning Chiefs, leaning Chiefs. You're all worried, worried. And then you go 49ers <laughs> at the last minute. I like it. That's the emotion coming in. Um, okay, Brandon Stokely on tonight. Uh, last one with Kyle Shanahan. If the Broncos hired Kyle Shanahan, how much different would the team organization be today? Oh, it would be night and day. Um, really, he okay. was he was my number one choice, um, Nate, and you know they went with Vance Joseph, um, and he had a great interview, uh, but uh, you know there were some things that they just didn't think they could get over, unfortunately, and so. Um, but I, I, he was my number one choice here, and yeah, I just think that he has a, a way of coaching offensive football, a way of finding uh, the right players and the right talent, and so. Um, obviously, they missed on Trey Lance, but you got Brock Purdy, and look what he's done. And uh, they built, they built him and John Lynch have built a great roster there. So hopefully, they can take that next step and, and finish it off. You know, they're both local guys. I know them both. I know Lynch a little bit better. Um, so I think it'd be a lot different here if, if the Broncos had hired Kyle Shanahan. Brandon Stokely tonight, DenverSports.com. His show is on weekdays. DenverSports.com, two-time Super Bowl champ. Brandon, thanks as always. I appreciate it. Anytime, Nate. Take care, buddy. Thanks a lot. Brandon Stokely on Super Bowl week from Denver. He's got his show on denversports.com, 104.3 The Fan, two-time Super Bowl champion, and a couple more that got, he said, taken away by the Patriots. A couple that taken away by the Patriots. Yes, I've gone from disliking the Patriots back in the day to the Chiefs are the new Patriots. Do you guys get it? All right. Um, John Bryce in next. FootballScoop.com, national college football writer. He wrote a story today on Deion Sanders, who has started teaching a class at CU, and he has to bring a security guard to the classroom. What's going on with Dion? Story out today. John Bryce in next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. If you love sports and excellent food, there's a new sports bar in Deadwood that has it all. Come try the all-new Boston's Pizza Restaurant and Sports Bar at Deadwood Gulch Gaming Resort. Boston's is serving up fan favorites with great burgers, pasta, wings, and gourmet pizza. Plus, they have a new $12 lunch lineup. They're open 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week, serving lunch and dinner. When you're in Deadwood, come and watch the big game at the new Boston's Restaurant and Sports Bar at Deadwood Gulch Gaming Resort. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. 
from compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders. Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows sit down to about 34 with fog tonight under overcast skies. Southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Overcast again tomorrow. Chance for isolated showers. Highs around 45. Cloudy skies tomorrow night. Isolated rain showers likely. Lows level off around 33. A dusting of snow Thursday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 48 degrees. The officials have a new name. The Rapid City Sports Association is the organization that supports the efforts of the Rapid City Sports Commission, including volunteering and supporting local sporting events while hosting the annual Rapid City Sports Recognition Banquet. If you love sports and want to get involved, please reach out to D'Amico Rodriguez or David Dolan for more information. The Rapid City Sports Association, supporting athletes in the Rapid City region. Be a good sport and support Rapid City Sports. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live on 106.7 FM, 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station, your home for local coverage of sports across the board. And here on the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, local, regional, national, try and put it all together, four to six weekdays. If you miss some of the show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Every show is on the podcast form, okay? Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast, search The Nate Brown Show, and you've got the podcast right there. Just got done with Brandon Stokely, two-time Super Bowl champ, great receiver back in the day for the Colts, Broncos, Ravens. Won two Super Bowls, played in a couple more. Stokely talking Super Bowl. He takes the 49ers. What does John Bryce think of that? John Bryce is on. National College football writer. Footballscoop.com, John. Brandon Stokely is taking the 49ers, and you say? Yeah, well, Brandon Stokely on a nightly basis sleeps away more football knowledge than I will ever pretend to have. So um, <laughs> that, that hurts me a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful, but not necessarily optimistic. However, I do believe that the Chiefs can force Brock Purdy into a significant turnover. And if they do that, then I think that can be a game-changing moment that leads the Chiefs to uh, back-to-back Super Bowls. Okay, so Brandon Stokely was a little worried. I'll give you that. He is a little worried about uh, the matchup. By the way, I've never asked you about Brock Purdy. Iowa State, last pick in the NFL draft, and he goes and, and playing like this with the 49ers. How did they totally miss him? What, what, what's his story? I mean, look, I saw him in college and thought he was a really nice quarterback and thought that he would have a, a solid career as a number two quarterback in the NFL and a spot starter. Um, I just think that I don't think you can overstate the magnitude of the Shanahan effect okay. and um, how brilliant he is 
the people then around Brock Purdy, both from a coaching staff standpoint and from a personnel on the field standpoint. I mean, they have so many um, really transcendent weapons to do different things so incredibly well. And then you have uh, arguably the best offensive line in the NFL and certainly the single best offensive lineman in the NFL, in my opinion. John Bryce on tonight. Had to get a little Super Bowl in. We're not talking about it enough. Okay, uh, footballscoop.com. Story out today. I read through it on Coach Prime. You've covered Dion a lot. I uh, really like the stories you do on him, the, the, the deep dives here. So Dion's teaching a class. He's teaching that class on, on leadership and, and that whole thing. And you got some good quotes in here. But I want to dig into some other stuff. So uh, he talked about NIL still. Now, he seems like he's not a fan of it. He's saying, well, collectives are paying players, not name, image, and likeness. And they're doing marketing and work for that. Is that his big rub? It is, and um, it's not only his big rub. I would contend that that's um, a lot of folks' complaints. I mean, from personnel people telling me directly uh, that they worry about collectives kind of going rogue and giving players or inducing players to um, commit and or sign with the university that maybe, maybe the coaching staff and the personnel department might have a quarterback ranked ahead of that person, but the collective gets so swept up in it, um, or, or a booster on behalf of a collective gets so swept up in it that they try to make personnel decisions that aren't necessarily in line with the, the coaches. Now, I think that was a much bigger concern in the onset of the NIL era um, than now because so many collectives are working so directly with schools, even in cases that it might be illegal. I know for a fact there was an SEC school, maybe more than one, that was allowing its collective to quite literally work out of its football operations building. And so I think that uh, he is right. Uh, he does. So the, best, the best point he makes is the same point I made with someone last week about uh, a guy having a market value versus not a market value. And, and high school recruiting, especially in football, is incredibly inexact. And uh, a guy like Caleb Downs leaving Alabama after a freshman All-American year who emerged as already one of the top defensive players in, in college football, he has a genuine market value. He has proved that he is an um, elite player at the college game. So what he earns in NIL is very much um, legitimate. But you, these guys coming out of high school who maybe have never played against elite competition that are making high six and seven figures that's, that's crazy, and that's Deion Sanders' point. Okay, um, Dion said he's teaching this class. He brings a security guard, and he told the class, we get death threats now. What's going on? Yeah, that's, that's wild to me. Um, absolutely wild to me. I'm stunned by that, um, especially um, if that you might have um, – it might have sounded more plausible – um, earlier on, uh, maybe when he was ruffling so many feathers or just so um, so unprecedented in his role at Jackson State, I'm very surprised to uh, hear him say that and, and for him to double down on it and say, I'm absolutely not joking, I'm being dead serious here. Um, that was that was pretty stunning to me. I'd seen that security guard. He is a, a de facto shadow for Coach Prime, but um, it, it's crazy that 
Um, he feels like he needs him walking across campus to go from the football building to guest lecture a class. Yeah, John Bryce on tonight's story up there on DionFootballScoop.com. Find him on Twitter, X at John D. Bryce. One, he's here on the Nate Brown Show. One more on Dion. He said, uh, for the Colorado team, he knows they didn't have a great year this past year. He said they're going to be much improved and basically a factor this next year. What do you see on the roster side? Yeah, I've not studied his schedule enough. Certainly the fact that he brings back Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter and a number of other key skill position players and then the work they did in the portal, uh, particularly on the offensive line and then getting the five-star offensive lineman Jordan Seaton who could have gone anywhere and, and quite frankly is one of those players who was offered seven figures by multiple schools to, to commit to them and ended up at, at Colorado. Um, I think they will be improved. I think that um, before you can go too far out there, he's got to find a defensive coordinator, and I think that's that search has taken a little longer than he anticipated. Now, there's been indications out of Boulder that they expect to have a hire potentially as soon as, as tomorrow or, or Thursday of this week, and they were touting that it was going to be a significant move, and my boss seems to think that he's getting somebody from the NFL, so that would certainly be compelling. Uh, again, I have not looked closely enough at Colorado's schedule next year to see transitioning into the Big 12, I think, can be a good thing for them. John Bryce on tonight. Let me ask you about the big agreement. I, I guess it's an agreement. It's the Big 10 and SEC agreeing to tackle this new chapter of college landscape together. This seems like uh, the two major conferences that are, what are they trying to do? Set the tone and set the rules? Yeah, I think it's um, it's about being proactive instead of reactive. And for how many years have we seen college athletics be entirely too reactive? And frankly, uh, much of our conversation tonight is about college football being so reactive and so late to the game to to empower players in the transfer portal and to empower uh, players via NIL or collectives, as Dion says. And, and then once they do it, to uh, particularly on the NIL side of things, to not have any sort of clear guardrails or rules. And now you, you truly have a de facto unlimited free agency. And I would contend that the college football has never been more on a precipice of the haves and the have-nots. Okay, i got to get a college basketball question in because it relates. I know you don't cover it, but Rick Patino, St. John, said today, tweeted out, I think we need to, to team up here, Big East and Power Five conferences, with a salary cap. So so he said maybe up to $2 million per team. we got to have a salary cap and contracts. So he's kind of combining a couple of things here that, well, maybe they're going to be employees, so, so let's sign a contract, but we got to have a cap so it's even. Is there any uh, validity to that? Yeah, that's something that's being widely discussed, I believe, and um, I would think that would be something that the, the Big Ten SEC um, alliance or whatever you want to call it uh, would be examining. It's something that the coaches favor. Lane Kiffin has talked about it. Again, like I just re referenced, it's almost de facto unlimited, unrestricted free agency. It's what can you pay? There were SEC schools last year on the gridiron that had NIL um, salaries, I guess you would say, um, of 10 to $12 million per team. Um, there was an SEC team that, that two years ago, every player on the roster averaged making, I want to say, 
67 or 73,000. Like every scholarship player averaged that much money. And so there is a need for, again, it, it boils down to regulation. Everyone in college athletics, from coaches to ADs, they all want regulation. Other than Rick Pitino and a handful of others who make those statements, nobody truly wants to come out and say, not only do we want this, we absolutely have to have this because it will be used so negatively against them in recruiting, and then you will have people um, claiming that it's antitrust violations, that you're trying to restrict earnings. Um, but if you're going to go to this model that college football stands on its own, and that's where we're completely headed, then you're going to see it adopt more of an approach like literally every major league sport that has a salary cap. John Bryce tonight, his story up on Dion. Good stuff. Footballscoop.com. Hit it there. Find him on Twitter, X, at John D. Bryce 1. John, do you care to make a prediction, a score prediction for the Chiefs and 49ers? Do you have it? Yeah, I will go with a 24-20 uh, to Chiefs win. Uh, hell, Chiefs kingdom. And uh, <laughs> one, one quite quick additional point on, on all we've been discussing. I would say the NCAA, what we've seen them in investigating Florida State, investigating Florida, launching an investigation into Tennessee, I don't really think those schools have anything to worry about. What the NCAA is doing with that is trying to get the collectives under control or um, distance these mm. schools from the collectives that have behaved in a rogue manner. And so I think that that's significant because, again, schools want that. They want some structure, and the NCAA can't directly go after the collectives because they're not bound by NCAA bylaws or, or members of the NCAA, but they can de facto um, sort of tangentially go after them by pursuing the schools who have seen some of their collectives just operate so brazenly. Interesting. Keeping that, uh, trying to keep it in order. All right, John, 24-20, I got it. I got it, man. Good luck. Thanks for coming on. See you, brother. Thanks. I appreciate it. John Bryce tonight, his NFL Super Bowl prediction, his Chiefs 24, the 49ers 20. John Bryce, remember, college football expert. College football. I'm kidding, John. I'm kidding. Uh, footballscoop.com, national college football writer. The Nate Brown Show on this Tuesday, a lot to cover. We've got Nick Karn coming in, Rapid City Stevens Activities Director. We haven't talked to him since he got hired. He's settled in. He's got some new things happening. I like the vision, plans. I like what I'm hearing. We'll talk to Nick Karn, Rapid City Stevens AD, coming up. But first, five questions from Chris on the way. And now this major story. So you guys think you have everything on your TV that you can have for sports, right? If you're like me. You got everything. Sports, you got it covered. New announcement just came in about your sports viewing next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Football season is almost over and the final showdown is just around the corner. The BetMGM Sportsbook at 10 Lizzie is having a party like no other. Reserve your seat for the big game experience and let us host your final football throwdown in style. Your seat comes with free play, food, and exclusive souvenir gifts. Watch the game on a giant wall-to-wall -wall television array. Drink specials and prizes will be running all day long. Go to 10lizzie.com today to reserve your big game experience at 10 Lizzie Gaming Resort and take your football party to the next level. 
Does your savings account pay 3% interest? Didn't think so. Ours does. At Highmark Credit Union, you can earn 3% interest on balances up to $50,000 when you qualify. And qualifying is easy with Highmark's Casasa checking account. See how you can grow your savings effortlessly. Call or stop by Highmark Credit Union today and make the smart money move. Highmark Credit Union. We'll make it happen. HighmarkFCU.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station. 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and pizzaranch.com. Great news. I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on our home and auto insurance. You told our agent about my thing for romance novels? No, you don't have to get that personal. Our agent just helped me choose affordable options to create a personalized price just for us. Oh, sweet. Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now. Contact me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Building projects can be complex. The risks are great and time is money. Consolidated Construction of Rapid City simplifies the process by being your advocate, guiding you through funding, design, and construction. They manage the players and the schedule and marry the design to your budget so you get the most for your investment. They promise an energizing experience before, during, and after construction. It's not enough that you get a quality building. They pledge you'll experience quality every step of the way. Consolidated Construction. One call to build. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand-new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting heard weekdays 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. On a Tuesday, glad you're here. The Nate Brown Show live weekdays 4 to 6. We're in the Drive at 5 on Fox Sports Rapid City. Drive at 5 brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. That's the place when it comes to pre-owned selection. It's great. Then the experience is second to none. The Summit difference. Carbine built around you every step of the way. Find out. SummitAutoGRP.com. Take a look at what they have. Pre-owned selection, really good. SummitAutoGRP.com. And then experience the right financing for you and your family, the right treatment all along the way. Summit. Summit difference. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. Take a look. Nick Card's going to join us coming up. He's the Stevens Activities Director. New games on the schedule for next year. Love what I'm hearing there. 
I like the thinking outside the box. I love some of this stuff. How about the budget uh, situation at Stevens and what we can do about football traveling to Sioux Falls three or four times a year? We'll get into all of it. Nick Karn coming up. Stevens Activities Director on the way. Um, okay, i got to get into the story because it's going to impact all of us, I think. I think. Okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know what happened today. This just came out this afternoon as we were starting the show. ESPN, Fox, yours truly here, Fox Sports. So ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery. So who, who is this? Um, this is ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, SEC Network, ESPN News. That, that's the ABC, okay? That's the ESPN stuff. Fox is Fox, FS1, Big Ten Network, FS2. Okay, there, there's the Fox properties. Then you got the Warner Brothers Discovery. That's TNT, TBS, True TV. They have NBA, Major League Baseball, March Madness. Okay, what, why, am I, why am I bringing all these, the, these three in? ESPN Properties, Fox, Warner Brothers. Just announced today a joint sports streaming service. They're going to launch it later this year. So the product will be a, a bundle of those networks like that you get on, on cable or DirecTV like me. <laughs> so this is tailored now, they say, for sports fans. So consumers will be able to subscribe directly via a new app. And all three of these companies have a third ownership. This is, this is unprecedented. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers coming together and offering up all of their sports uh, and those, and those uh, media rights deals that they have together. And, and the idea of it is the competitors like, hey, we're going to do this joint service because sports media rights have been really spiking out of control, like off the charts. Viewers have moved away a little bit from standard cable, so can we get this together? We're, you know, pull the same way, get more people in together if we join up together. Okay, then we don't have to pay this cable fee, or that cable fee. Is this the first step again of the death of standard cable TV? So, so now you you look at it. You guys, if you're like me, here's what I've got. Here's what I've got. I've got DirecTV, and I've got the sports package. So I've got everything. SEC Network, Big Ten Network, all that stuff. FS1, FS2. I've, I've got all this stuff that's, that's in here. So now what am I going to do? Are they going to put something on this app that I don't have on traditional cable yet? Meaning, well, you're going to get all the sports still. But now we're going to put this game on there. Like, for example, an NBA playoff game. Hey, we're gonna, you know what the NFL did, right? We're going to put a playoff game on Peacock for the first time. Well, guess who got Peacock? Yours truly. <laughs> I've, I've still got it. I haven't canceled. Have we canceled that yet? No. Okay. So, so this, it feels like they're trying to get in on this together. To try and, again, here's all the sports. Maybe we don't need cable. 
maybe we don't need to pay the fees for our channels to be carried. I still think that's quite a ways down the road. It's like, oh, cable TV is going to be dead. Is it going to be dead? Or are you going to be like me? I've got DirecTV. I've got all this stuff. But guess what? I've had to get all these other apps, too. I don't even know what I have. I have Max. I have Peacock now. I have uh, Disney+. Plus. What else is there? I mean, that gives me the ESPN stuff. I'm so doubled down, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. So am I going to jump on this? Hey, ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers, all these sports, this is for the sports fan. A new app is coming out at the end of this year. All your games are right there. Uh, am I going to jump on this? Well, I already have everything. But eventually, is this going to be the only option? And eventually, are they going to put big games on this app only? My guess is yes. We just saw Peacock do it. We never thought we'd have an NFL playoff game streaming only. We never thought we'd have Thursday night football streaming only. We're there within, boom, a year. Now another year, boom, playoff game on Peacock only. So what's next? This one comes out later this year. We're going to have March Madness on this app only. That's a huge property. That's a huge, huge property. Very popular. Are they going to put March Madness games on this app only? That's the type of stuff that I think is bogus. I mean, I'm, I'm the crabby old man, the guy yelling at the clouds saying, I already bought all this stuff, and I want to just watch TV. I like changing from news to sports, back and forth. That's all I do. Now i got to jump into this app, jump into that app. Do I have to get this app to get this game? Fans, I'm telling you, are going to do it. The NFL made a bet that we would download Peacock, and it was a record. It was a record. And we did it. We bought Peacock. We watched the uh, playoff game. Chiefs-Dolphins. I even did it. And now these guys are going to do, I think, very similar thing. A joint streaming service. I never thought we'd see that. Fox, ESPN, Warner Brothers. That's TNT, TBS. Teaming up together. Direct to consumer. Direct to consumer. And now the TV channels that I have and I already pay for. Are they going to be gone? Is cable TV going to be like landline phones? Honestly, I just wonder. Um, listener text coming in, just realize that this is the new normal. Listener text, just realize that this is the new normal. The new normal. Hmm. What a phrase. What a phrase. The new normal. Already, how much is this going to cost me? And guess what? Somebody just made this statement this afternoon. Isn't this how cable TV started? Like we have all these channels, we got all these games, we got all this stuff, and we got it all in a bundle. Hey, you get this bundle, you got all the stuff. And now we're just reinventing cable TV through the internet. Now you got to get this bundle and that app and that app and that app. And guess what? It's not always going to be cheap. I hate to break it to you. It's not always going to be cheap. We just reinvented cable TV. So now we're going to go through streaming, and in 10 years, you're going to be paying as much or more. Just my guess. All right, Nick Carnes in next, Rapid City Stevens Activities Director. They got a game on the schedule next year for the first time ever that we've seen this matchup. We'll start there with Nick Carn on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show.
As a business owner now, Black Hills Tire has an interesting motto, one car, one customer, one opportunity at a time. We just want to portray that every person that comes in, we're going to give you our undivided attention. You're not a number to us. Every single individual customer, every single individual thing we do for that customer is what makes us. Yeah. Every time you come into our store, this time, next time, the time after that, every single one is an individual chance for us to earn your trust. Check us out at blackhillstire.com. Everything for the great outdoors is at the Black Hills Sports Show and Outdoor Expo February 10th to 12th at the Monument in Rapid City. Over 100 dealers and vendors are taking over the Monument, plus many other fun activities like the Best Buck or Bull Contest, Kids Activities, and on Saturday night, we host the South Dakota Youth Hunting Adventures live and silent auctions, ATVs, boats, RVs, and all the hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear you need in one place. The fun awaits at the Black Hills Sports Show and Outdoor Expo February 10th to 12th. Visit bhsportshow.com for more information. Building a new home in the Black Hills? At Builders First Source, we turn dreams into reality. Experience our skilled drafting services and use our 3D visualization tools to preview your home before construction begins. Discover inspiration in our showroom, meet our cabinetry design experts, and explore a wide selection of top quality materials. Visit us in Rapid City, Spearfish, or Hot Springs, or start online at bldr.com. Builders First Source, your partners in success from foundation to the Finishing touches. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Hey Rush fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your official home for Rapid City Rush Hockey. When the Rush are playing on the road, join other Rush fans at the Skybox and enjoy some great food and cheer on your Rush. We show every Rush away game and we'll have Rush-themed giveaways every road trip. You'll get a chance to win great Rush prizes with the purchase of a drink or food item. The Skybox has the best food and the best Rush game day experience. Go Rush! Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live weekdays 4 to 6 on Fox Sports Rapid City. If you can't catch the live radio show, not all two hours anyway. Some great guests in the opening hour. Brandon Stokely on tonight, two-time Super Bowl champ, great receiver in the league for a long time. Mike DeCourcy joined us, longtime college basketball analyst, now with the Big Ten Network studio analyst. Good stuff you can catch on the Nate Brown Show podcast. So if you miss some of the show, you catch the first hour. You maybe catch the second hour, bits and pieces. You can go to the Nate Brown Show podcast, get everything there from high school to regional to national news. The Nate Brown Show podcast there. Search the Nate Brown Show where you get your podcast and you've got us. We're live in the Drive at Five with Nick Karn. Well, I'm going to say... Um, it's about a year ago. We're almost coming up on a year when I first talked to him. That's when he was getting set to take over at Rapid City Stevens as the activities director. And now he's been into his first school year. He is the AD at Stevens, Nick Carn on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Nick, good to have you on. How are you? 
Good, Nate. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate it. So I remember this. It, it was March, so we're talking mid-March. I talked to you, and you were going to be getting ready to work yourself in there and get ready. Now you've, you've been here, and, and you're settled in first year as the Stevens AD. I want to ask you about how it's been getting to Rapid City, settling in with the Raiders. Well, it was just kind of like coming home, you know, with all the family and then having a great staff. I mean, it's been an easy transition, and we're making a lot of good moves here and there. And uh, we have, like I just said, amazing staff, and that made it a lot easier for me. So I appreciate all them and great leadership and our principal and administration staff as well. I mean, they, they support me 100%, so that's made my life tons and tons better. Good to hear. Um, I want to ask you about, as you settle in and you look at, the South Dakota high school scene, Nick. You're seeing West River and East River. You're familiar with that. Um, have you gotten plugged in with, hey, West River schools and, and some of our needs, much different than some of the East River side. How do you see that, um, and what do you see your role in it? Yeah, I think we got to advocate for our schools, um, not just Stevens, obviously Central and the other high schools around. I think we have to be West River strong. Um, so that requires us to have a unified front, but we also have to work with those East River guys to cha- overcome some challenges because it is like you—you know—you've stated tonight. You and I have talked. It, it's a strain on our budget. It's a strain on our kids. They're leaving class early. Um, parents are having to travel across, you know, six hours, five hours, whatever it may be. It is a challenge, and I think any problem has a solution. But we got to work together as a community and staff to figure out how we can overcome some of those challenges and, and support our community a little bit more. Yeah. Nick Tarnon tonight, uh, Rapid City Stevens AD in his first year as the AD for the Raiders. So I wanted to get you on because I love seeing this, and I think people need to be aware of it. You're working on schedules and, and all of the stuff that you have to do. Next year, you're going to have a basketball doubleheader. It's going to be Rapid City Stevens girls and boys against Rapid City Christian girls and boys. First time ever. Why did you want to do it? How did it come to fruition? Honestly, I, I got to uh, give Central credit because when they lost their games to Gillette, they scheduled St. Thomas Moore, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I reached out to Kyle Courtney at Christian, and I said, hey, can we make this work? You know, let's find something we can do together, find a date. And I think it's great for both of us, and credit to Kyle. He, he worked with me on it. We found uh, a date that worked for both of us, and besides the travel and the budget and all those other things, it's just great for our students. It's great for our community to have this game in town and bring two great programs together and compete because, you, as, as you know, these kids have competed against each other um, all the way down from elementary to high school, so it'll be nice to see those two compete, and uh, I think we, we're going to have a lot of fun with it, so we're happy that it actually worked out. I see it as kind of getting over a hurdle, Nick. Honestly, there's been some politics in the community and, and people saying, well, Central and Stevens, they play each other, but they haven't played Christian or St. Thomas Moore. And I wonder, is there ever a big picture of, well, maybe this could be an every year thing. Maybe we could develop a Rapid City basketball classic with all four involved. Is that a possibility? I mean, nothing's ever out of the the picture there i think that there is a lot that like you said there's some politics behind it but i think everybody's interested in that and 
we have to work through it and see. I would love to see a classic. I think it'd be really um, fun to see, and we would happy be happy to host it and do whatever we need to. Um, but like you know, as you've been in this athletic world a long time, there's a lot of moving pieces that we got to figure out. And if we can come together as a community, I think it'd be great. And then who knows what that might look down the road um, for our schools. But that is something that I'm definitely interested in. And I think it's worth having a conversation. Nick Carnot tonight, great stuff, doing good work at Stevens. He's the AD for Rapid City Stevens. He's on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Raider boys and girls, boys bas- or, uh, basketball get to play Rapid City Christian. That'll be next February. I look forward to it. Um, let me shift to this. If you schedule some local games, we get some of this stuff. There's some uh, flexibility there in these sports, right? Basketball and volleyball, some of these sports. There's not flexibility right now in football. Are you trying to advocate for, hey, it'd be great if we didn't have to spend $20,000, $22,000 a year going back East River so many times. Could we play Sturgis? Could we play Spearfish? Could we play some of these teams around here? Is that something you'd like to do in football? Man, that's a loaded question there, Nate. <laughs> you know, um, yes. Um, you know, we, my principal, Principal Hafner, is on the classification committee, and Central and I talked, and we would be for more having some of those local games. But we also understand the situation the state office is in. They have to have all these scheduling and they're not just dealing with triple A, they're dealing with double A and all the way down. And I, I get where that's coming from, but ideally, yes, that's where we want to be because it's not, I think the, per, the perception is that Stevens or central even would win those games. And that's not true. Um, I think they'd be competitive games. I think they would be good for attendance. I think that, like you said, it would save us a lot of money on travel and it would help our parents, too, because traveling to Sioux Falls every other week is, is a tough challenge. And uh, we, we're very lucky with our parents and community members who travel that far. It would be nice to have a couple games sprinkled in there to where we play some local teams for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. I have heard that, Nick, from Sioux Falls guys. They have said, hey, we wouldn't mind playing some teams out here whether it's Fargo or, or some of the even out-of-state games that are close by over there. Um, so there's there's a little bit of that going on. Let me ask you about the travel. I mean, people look at it and they say, well, the AD's got to put the budget together. They, they just got to make it work. I know teams fundraise and everything else. Is the budget, when it comes to travel and some of this stuff, is it tight? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty tight. I mean, we're, we could definitely be more fiscally responsible with certain things and it's out of our control right now because we have to get a bus you know we and our teams fundraise for food that help feed the kids and, and get them healthy and safe but you know as a district that's what we're working on to try to get that budget kind of tighter because um, we're dealing with taxpayer dollars here so this is something that we want to take stewardship of and it's a very important responsibility and I talked to those Sioux Falls ADs. They're all they're all great people, and I, I respect them. And they're telling you the same thing they're telling me. You know, this is something that they're interested in. Um, but it's one of those things again where we have to kind of work together and, and be a unified front. 
Yeah, I'm with you on it. The Activities Association right now, for people that don't know, they do schedule the football games, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Some teams used to not be able to get games and the whole thing, so they do schedule uh, the football games out of the state office. Nick Karn on tonight. He's at Rapid City Stevens. Something I've noticed, Nick, you're taking Stevens to a – Another level with, with promoting your athletes, promoting accomplishments, um, getting in the public eye. So there's a lot of that there. It seemed like uh, you guys have made that an effort. Well, it was, you know, it's, that's what it's all about, right? We want to show off our, our great students. I mean, we have amazing students that do so, so many things. And, you know, social media in the world today, it's a tough world to navigate sometimes because you're putting things out there but at the same time we promote positivity integrity and sportsmanship and that's something that we want to show off to our community and say these are the things we're doing um as coaches student athletes those are things we want to show because that is going to help students gain that confidence and make sure that they they feel valued and it's not just athletes right i mean we got band members choir orchestra one act our one act just got a superior rating for the first time in seven years so these are things that we want to promote because they're putting in the work not only the student athletes or students and it's also their coaches directors and i think they deserve that because as you know nate it's a thankless job sometimes and they deserve all the praise that we can give them and posting something is the easiest thing i can do i like it um Got some good things popping over there. Stevens uh, putting a new basketball doubleheader on the schedule next year against Rapid City Christian. I think local fans are going to love it. Uh, just one of the few things that's uh, going on for the Raiders. Nick Card is the AD for Rapid City Stevens. I know you're busy, Nick. Thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Nate, and we appreciate your support, sir. Thank you. Uh, Nick Card on tonight, Rapid City Stevens Activities Director. Doing a nice job with the Raiders. New vision, some energy, some different thoughts, uh, thinking outside the box, great promotion of the athletes and, and all the uh, students that do good work over there. I like it. Uh, positive steps over there at Rapid City Stevens and a new basketball uh, doubleheader on the books. Rapid City Christian will play Stevens, girls and boys, next February. Just one uh, part of that Rapid City Classic, my dream's almost coming to fruition. It's all <laughs> Now we just got to get Central and St. Thomas more in the mix. And my, my goal there would be maybe rotate it. Now, everybody has to be on board, though. That's, that's four schools. That's four administrations. That, okay, so coaches are in the mix. Everybody's got to be in there. We should get rotated around. Stevens against St. Thomas more. Christian against Central. We rotate it each year. It's the Rushmore Bowl version. It's basketball. It's the Rushmore Basketball Classic. Use it as a fundraiser, and I think it works uh, really well. Great place to do it's at Stevens. Sorry, Central. Man, yeah, great. I love Stevens, uh, Jim. It's an outstanding uh, facility. We'll see if that comes to fruition. We'll keep an eye on it. Good stuff uh, tonight. Coming right back on the Nate Brown Show, we'll go inside sports medicine. A guy that's torn his ACL three times. What is his plan moving forward? Talk to one of the great experts in this area, Dr. Lou Papendick, on the way. This is the Nate Brown Show. We're all going somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, 
Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics. Denny Menno Rapid Chevrolet buys cars, even if they have hail damage. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too, even with hail damage. We make cash offers to purchase local cars, trucks, and SUVs every day. Tired of listing online? Tired of messages? Or just tired of making payments? Whatever the reason, make an appointment at rapidchevrolet.com for no obligation appraisal. It's fast and free. When you're ready to sell, we're ready to buy, even with hail damage, at Denny Menno Rapid Chevrolet. Are you thinking about starting or expanding a business? At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, our dedicated business lending team focuses on understanding our members' unique needs and truly wants to help them succeed. From the loans to get your business off the ground to the accounts to keep it running, we offer unique products with your business's best interest in mind. Learn more at bhfcu.com or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is a member-owned, not-for-profit. This isn't just the sound of a legendary Brunswick pool table. It's the sound of families about to make memories together. And while this may sound like the hum of a spa, listen closely and you'll hear backyard fun for years to come. So while Splash City's guarantee of quality sure sounds good, we know quality time sounds even better. What's another burger? Splash City, 1024 West Omaha, across from Connects in Rapid City. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive, across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Hi, this is Shane Griffin. I'm part of the Wildukes and Real Estate team. I know what it's like looking for a new home or your family's first home in the Black Hills. That's why I specialize in helping the first-time home buyer make their dream of home ownership a reality. I'm also a veteran, and I'm proud to serve military members in the Black Hills. Our team at Wildukes and Real Estate has great relationships with local lenders. Whether you're looking at buying or selling, just Google Shane Griffin Keller Williams. That's Shane Griffin at Keller Williams to take your first step into your new home. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. The Nate Brown Show is live on Fox Sports Rapid City. 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Okay, it's time to go Inside Sports Medicine, brought to you by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team of the Black Hills taking care of the weekend warrior to the elite athlete. Better access, more options at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. Also with urgent care, start online, bhosc.com. Going to go inside sports medicine, orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Lou Papendick on tonight. Lou, good to have you. How are you? Great to be here. I'm doing really well. Thanks, Nate. Okay, so it's Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to go to a guy that tried getting here, couldn't get here, and you're you're the guy I want to talk to about this, one of the ACL expert guys. So Bradley Chubb, former Denver Bronco, now Miami Dolphin. 
he goes down at the end of the year with an ACL tear. Now, this is his third. So, so two in his left knee, one in his right knee. Now, I'll just ask wow. you out front, how does that happen? Three tears. Right, right. Well, obviously, each, each tear was an independent an independent event that happened, but in general, ACL injuries occur when one plants, pivots, stops abruptly with a lot of force, and that can tear uh, an ACL. And contact can certainly be one of the issues involved in these guys at high speeds, high energy, and a lot of contact in football. He could have had impact on his knee by another player, but usually it's the result of planting, pivoting, cutting abruptly with a lot of force. And, you know, he tore his first ACL. I'm sure he went through the routine six to nine months to recover, came back, was playing, had another injury, retore the graft. And the percentage of, ha- of that happening, of retearing a graft, is somewhere between. 10 and 15% of the time, Mm. Mm. and he did it. So he had revision ACL surgery. Well, now he tore the graft on his other side. I'm sure that his initial knee injury with two ACLs on one knee, he probably had to favor that knee, probably became dominant force with cutting and pivoting on that other, you know, on that other leg, and boom, he planted, pivot, cut, and tore it again. Bradley Chubb's a young guy, Lou, I mean, relatively for NFL, and I'm starting to think, is this career threatening? I mean, I know he's probably going to have another surgery, but you get, I mean, is this starting to play a factor, would you think? It certainly is career-threatening. Now, maybe not career-ending, but certainly ACL tears on both knees, his, you know, physicality, his explosiveness, his ability to pivot, cut, are going to be compromised, and at Though, and at the level that he plays, he needs he needs all the tools in the toolbox to get it done. And I'm sure it's going to affect some of his performance. But he'll go through the best of surgery, the best rehab, and let's hope he can come back. And, you know, it'll be next season when we know. Dr. Lou Papendick, part of the team, Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. He's an orthopedic surgeon here on the Nate Brown Show on Inside Sports Medicine, talking Bradley Chubb, three ACL tears, two in the left knee, one in the right knee. Is there such thing, Lou, as you hear this, well, he's prone to injury. Is that that the case? Um, You know, potentially. Certainly all those factors have been studied to try and see if there's anatomical factors in a person's knee. Um, if there is any predisposing factors. And usually what we see, especially in football players, you know, they, they are physically specimens that, that are at low risk of an overall problem. But at those high speeds and that force, plant, pivot, maybe took a hit to the knee, that's the risk that these guys play. Inside Sports Medicine tonight, Dr. Lou Papendick at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. It's a unique scenario with Bradley Chubb, Dolphins, three ACL tears, and trying to come back uh, again. Lou, good to have you as always. Always appreciate your insight. 
Thanks a lot, Nate. Good luck this weekend covering all the sports, and uh, we'll see who gets it done in the Super Bowl. Who you got? Who you got in the Super Bowl? You know, I'm a Mahomes fan from, I mean, he's just a talented, talented quarterback. But growing up, it was Montana okay. and the 49ers. <laughs> all right. You know, my heart's there, but... My Packers didn't make it, so, you know, we'll just be there watching. Okay, so you're out. All right. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> no no, uh, no vital interest uh, for Dr. Dr. Papendick tonight. Inside Sports Medicine brought to you by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, providing the expert care, bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills now since 1976. That's the region's number one provider, Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, online at BHOSC. Dot com. Start there. All right. We will start with who's hot and who's not next to wrap up the Tuesday show. So I just saw this came out. Okay, I'm going to go over this. Lids. You know the store Lids? They, they started out with hats, but now they have apparel. So Lids just released their top NFL teams that they sold in each state. So you're buying the... the Shirts, the hats, the all that stuff. So Lidz says, who's the number one seller in the NFL in South Dakota? I don't believe this for a second. That's next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows around 34 and foggy tonight under overcast skies. Southeasterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies expected again tomorrow. Chance for isolated rain showers 45. Rain likely early then becoming mixed precipitation. Tomorrow night lows level off around 33. Overcast skies. A dusting of snow Thursday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 47 degrees. From compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders, Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker Black Hills Legacy in Rapid City. With today's home values, right now could be a great time to sell your home. The Black Hills housing market is competitive, and I would love to help you get top dollar for your home. I have been selling real estate and attracting buyers in Rapid City for nearly 20 years. When it comes to buying or selling, experience matters. If you're thinking of selling your current home? Let me put my expertise to work for you. Just Google David Brenneman, Coldwell Banker. List it, sell it, and move on. With me, David Brenneman. Coldwell Banker. Stuck in a state of falling behind? Struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? This is State Farm Agent Matt McCormick. 
Let me help you simplify and get to a better state. With me handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. Even more money, too. Because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40%. Call me, State Farm Agent Matt McCormick, and get to a better state with State Farm. 348-0464. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show on a Tuesday, Super Bowl week. We got you covered all week long. A reminder, if you haven't heard about this, we're going to be live Friday with the Rapid City Rush and the Calgary Flames alumni players. So some of the Calgary Flames are coming to town. Stanley Cup's in town this weekend, making a big deal. We're going to be broadcasting this show live Friday from Murphy's, 4-6, to six, interviewing some Calgary Flames uh, players and Going from there in our countdown to the Super Bowl as well. So the rush at home this weekend as well. The Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Join us Friday at Murphy's with the Rapid City Rush and the Calgary Flames alumni players live in attendance. Okay, who's hot and who's not every night at this time? Brought to you by our friends at the Pizza Ranch, the home of the best buffet, and it's kids' night tonight. One child 12 and under eats free for every regular-priced adult. The Pizza Ranch Buffet tonight, Tuesdays, kids' night. The buffet open till 8. Two locations in Rapid City, the Pizza Ranch. Okay, in our Who's Hot category, um, I hate to tell you, but the the results are in. I don't know if I buy this stuff, but, but it came from Lids. You know that store, Lids. They're in malls everywhere. I used to buy cool hats from Lids. I used to thought I was the man buying hats from Lids. So Lids put out their state-by-state best-selling NFL team apparel. State-by-state best-selling team in every state at Lids. The number one team that takes six states. They take six states. The Las Vegas Raiders. The the Raiders? <laughs> is it because, I mean, do you, do you guys think it's cool? Is it is that like gang stuff? Gang colors or what? I don't know. I mean, you got to be careful with this stuff. But the Raiders? The Raiders were the top selling also in Montana and South Dakota. The Raiders top selling team at Lids in South Dakota. Are you kidding me? That's what they tell us. Lids just put it out state by state. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings top states, North Dakota and Minnesota. There you go. The Denver Broncos only state, Colorado. That's it. Thanks a lot. Wyoming didn't even register. Are you guys alive over there? Wyoming's not even on the lids. Uh, do you not even have a lids in Wyoming? Maybe they don't. Uh, no Vikings in South Dakota. So the Raiders are your top-selling uh, team when it comes to lids. They take six states. Unbelievable. Uh, in our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, I don't love hearing this. It's a story out of Thief River Falls, Minnesota. It's a town of about 8,000 people. They just announced they're going to have to cut high school games next year. Not sports, but they're going to cut games because their school district can't afford to meet the budget. 
I don't like hearing that. So, so they're not cutting teams or programs, but the Thief River Falls, Minnesota district will reduce the number of games by 20%. They're trying to slim costs on travel and home game operations. we got to make sure we fund our schools. And we're going to be in the same category in Rapid City. Just get ready. Okay? The school vote's going to be coming up again. And whether it's sports or not, I mean, that's, that, that's here and there. you got to fund our schools. Our kids are too important. You guys, even if you don't have kids in there anymore, you once benefited from that, and I'm a big believer in that. Thief River Falls School District tried passing a deal the last two times, and the voters rejected it. A referendum? They rejected it. And now they're cutting games and 12 full-time staff. I mean, it, it, this type of stuff is what I don't want to have happen. We're going to have a school opportunity here in Rapid City again, and I hope we support our schools and the kids and the staff. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show out the door. We're back in tomorrow. We'll get your Super Bowl picks tomorrow on the Nate Brown Show. See you then.